My my friend, my friend Dylan, we know him as Jukebox Ginger. Uh, we've been we've been friends, and uh, for some reason, I've I've done your podcast a bunch of times, right? And uh, and and this is this is your first first for the first time you're doing evolving with Corey Castle, and it's going to be kind of like a maybe like a brief sort of first first edition to our. Maybe let's let's say it's a multi-part episode. This will be this will be two eighty point one. That works for me, man. <laughs> Some of your episodes run like hour and forty minutes long, two hours long. <laughs> no, I mean not consistent. I mean it, it's it's it always it always just it's it really depends on like how it's going by a certain point and. Like if somebody's in a really good point that they're making, and we're already at the hour point, I'm like, all right, let's just let's just keep seeing how this goes. <laughs> let's just see where this is headed. Right. <clears throat> is that is that something you do? Um, I try to kind of narrow them down to an hour, mostly because one, my wife is not a fan of talk radio, so when I say I'm doing a show, it's a. Ugh, kind of response most of the time uh so yeah i mean i try to keep about an hour i have had some go about an hour and a half (laughs) so so you you podcast without the fear of her hearing it later she jumps on him sometimes (laughs) (laughs) you know it's funny though like sometimes sometimes people Sometimes people will will censor themselves, knowing that like their their wife or partner or husband or something is gonna hear back what they're saying. They're like, I, I'm pretty good. What would you What you mean when you said that? <laughs> what, what was that? What was that supposed to mean? <laughs> I don't t- I don't hide anything, man. I, I really I really don't. I'm a very blunt person, and um, ha- has that got us in some little arguments? Yes, but not to the extreme to where it's uh. <laughs> Hey, we're we're done. This is over. You know, it's never that serious. I I get it too, man. Because like I have to, I um, I really have to apologize for how blunt I am sometimes. I'm like, ah, sometimes I don't really like how blunt I am. I don't. Sometimes, sometimes I can come across mean, and if I wasn't me, I'd be like, ah, that was a mean thing. <laughs> yes. And, and yes. being a manager, because because my full time, you know, day job. Is a I am a manager day, day job. Hey yo, <laughs> you said that in a very like sports radio DJ <laughs> day job. Whoa! <laughs> but you know, I uh, I have to watch what I say sometimes, depending on yeah. who I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you know what's funny, dude? I have I've had this like thought, and I I tried it on stage a couple times, and I don't think it it works. But I'm always like, like, who's ever liked any boss they've ever had at any job? <laughs> they've all sucked. Like, if somebody goes, "Oh, I'm a I'm a boss bitch," I'm like, then I don't want to be around you. Like, usually, <laughs> I don't like my bosses. I probably don't want to be around you. Right. I uh, I look at it like if my employees say, "Oh man, I love working in this department, and I love having you as manager." I'm like, "Man, I'm maybe there's something I'm doing wrong." They like me, you know. 
<laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, uh, I, I remember I'm, I was thinking about old jobs over and over this week. And I was, uh, I was thinking about this warehouse job and how much I loved that job until they had me run it until they had me run the, like, and be in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. And once they had me do it all, it was, it, it lost its fun at that point. It wasn't like, it was like, Oh, I got a crunch on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in a, in a panic about my paperworks and <laughs> whatever else, you know, I'm, I'm so glad to not have that stress. Yeah. I deal with that uh, a lot. Actually this month we had a lot of like corporate walks too. So it was, you know, hustle and, and that's fine, but, I hate that feeling of having to hustle and like, do I know my numbers? You know, stuff like that. It's not, not my, my strong suit. (laughs) You know, a a thing that I'm, uh, it's, it's weird. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to this at all. So Mm -hmm. in the current timestamp, this uh, 11th day of September, 2022, uh, I, I just, I just lost a job. Uh, I just got a job and like they have to take these like two weeks before I can actually start it. So I'm kind of in this like limbo place where I got to find work. But the, the part of this I don't uh, that, 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 that bugs me is just thinking about like having a feel afraid when some boss person's coming, like t- tensing up and anxiety that like, oh, haven't I gotten through? I've already paid my dues from day one on so many jobs. I got to go do it again. All right. Yeah, start over from day one and be the noob. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's not not fun. It's not no, fun. I don't I don't uh, I don't treasure those times. Yeah, man. How's uh? How are you actually? I know it's your show, but how you been? I'm great, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I feel like uh, I feel like I'm, I'm, starting new chapters. You know what I mean? I'm moving forward and and having the right attitude. Yeah. And like I'm not, I'm not really trying to let, I'm not really trying to let my motivation go back down to where it was. Right. That's good. Yes. How about yourself, bud? Well, you know, uh, wife, kids, working 50-hour weeks, trying to do two different shows. Um, you know, the music interview show is kind of a newer thing, but it's got uh, some big things happening. And you're, the stardom is about to hit two years next month. <laughs> get, some, get some rest, tall child. You can't keep You can't keep burning the candle at both ends. It's just, you know, it's funny because when I first podcast actually with you was on that um, that audio app, Green Room. I think that Spotify Green Room. Uh, And that that was when I was just using my phone and I was Mm -hmm. hiding under a pillow and some blankets to kind of make the audio sound better. And and I look back on it and I'm like, man, you were one of my first guests. And as soon as I started having guests on it made me want to keep podcasting. So it's it's I would say it's a hobby, but it's actually something I love to do now. So I do my best to make time for it without affecting my, you know, my family life. 
especially when I work so much. So uh, it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's done some big things for me and, and it's, it's something I definitely have a passion for now. So it's, it's a funny thought to me now that you said your wife's not a fan of talk radio <laughs> and, and like, you're the biggest fan of doing it. I am true, but I get it. I, I it's, talk radio is not for everybody. I, I really do get it. It's fine. Oh, it's boring as shit. Yeah. I mean, I, like you, you got to make sure that the person who, who you're listening to is saying some stuff you want to be hearing. That's going to be adding some value into the 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 effort that you're putting towards it. Mm-hmm. You're going to get it, some value for your effort. And it's like you don't necessarily have to have a niche, and and that's true in a way. But once you have a style of show, you kind of want to maintain that because if you're all over the place, do you, how are do you, you have build? one of those? Do you have one of those? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I do. I, I don't. That's what I try to maintain you, not having that. <laughs> no. Who wants that? That's that's. It feels too manufactured. It feels like it's for losers. It's like a, a, a real loser move to have well, structure. Get out of here with your. Get out of here with your your basic structures. Get out of here. I don't want seg- I don't want time segments. I want I want regular ass friends having a conversation exactly. about stuff. Well, and, and that, uh, go ahead. It's your show. Go ahead, man. And uh, and I, I, I would appreciate, I would appreciate uh, me being free to do that. <laughs> but see, that's also something you have to maintain. Not having that structure. <laughs> right. I'm commi- I'm committed to not making this like a radio show. Yeah. You don't have yeah. a bunch of buttons underneath your screen. <laughs> Bazoing. <laughs> Ooga. <laughs> Woo. Bright and early in the morning. Yeah, bro. This is uh that's that's definitely that's definitely some morning morning radio dr- morning drive. The morning early drive. in the morning. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a coffee here, but I would be drinking from that if I did. <laughs> Is that your work? Is that your workout cup? No, this is a, this is just my my new jug that I'm oh. I've been carrying around. It's a little a little a little gift from my woman. It's nice. It's big. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, the the types of guests that you've been getting. Mm-hmm. on on the jg lounge is that jg's what? lounge is uh and is my social me- it's my social media platform but mm-hmm. my show is stardom so okay well what in the beginning there was a few of them what was the uh, the first one it was singed like I remember i had singed eye sockets which did not uh, last mostly like, because it was so new to, podcasting was so new to me i didn't really know what i was doing so i was like i gotta get rid of one of them and just stick with the other yeah, dude, you were you were doing a juggling act that you didn't need to be doing. Yep, exactly. It's like, bro, you're you're put, you're doubling your workload, and uh, the out that the the reward from that workload isn't isn't doubling at all. Right. No, and it, which is why I actually created the whole clash of the casters, which you've also been on, because I incorporated that concept into stardom. 
you know mm-hmm. and so i still do the serious top because stardom's meant to be a comedy rant just kind of just bullshit uh talk freely and, it's meant uh, to be listen to this guy with all this structure <laughs> and such structure um and then i also love to do like free speech about like more serious interesting topics like paranormal you know I would like to do someone like Bigfoot or, you know, just some out there crazy that people like to watch and then get a lot of you guys on there and almost collaborate with other podcasters while I'm doing it. So what was, what was the weirdest one so far? The flat earth with David Weiss. Yeah. What was, um, what was weird about that? You know, it's, it's one thing. There's something about, religion that i grew up with that really kind of uh affected me and it's not just religion but people who like are very one-sided and they don't have that open mindset to listen to somebody else so you get people that are like in these almost cult-like situations like this flat earth whether it's a cult or not you know whatever um you guys believe something that you can't necessarily prove but then like if somebody tries to argue it it's no longer just funny talk. It's defending something that you can't prove. And that was, I mean, it was interesting, but at the same time, it was like, come on, you know, be a little open-minded to the fact that you're on a show where most of these guys don't believe you. (laughs) Dude, I had the, I had the, uh, the one Bigfoot hunter guy on my show. How was it? It was neat. It was neat. Uh, you know, because, you know, I I wanted to make an effort to make him feel like I'm not trying to, like, make fun of him or anything. I, I want to make him feel welcome and, and like, give him a, a, a platform. Even, you know, even if it doesn't, even if it doesn't, like, help the cause or his channel or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, well, this is fascinating to me. And it's, I want to know what kind of thoughts you have go around in your head. Mm-hmm. Well, and it was cur- It made me curious, like, how do somebody just get into that? And then that becomes a part of their everyday life, you know? And that's what they yeah, it, it's it's kind of It's kind of like what we're doing, except for we're doing it here on our computers, and uh, he's doing it out in the woods. Right. He's <laughs> finding some, something that, some, something that uh, works for uh, filling up his canteen. Exactly. Is that is that a good is a good way to put it? That was a perfect way to explain it. Yes, yes. (laughs) But I mean, I guess living in that environment helps too. You know, I mean, I can't just go outside and travel into acres and acres of woods around where I live. So, city city boy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, so the the many many podcasts that you have been on, the many Mm -hmm. many podcasts that you've recorded. Mm-hmm. It's probably been tons of times people have asked you the same questions. What are the questions no one's ever asked you that you've wanted to be asked on a podcast? Huh. Nobody's ever really asked me where I'm from or really anything about who I really am. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm so used to being. It's true. It's so true, man. You come on shows, people say, "Hey, man, introduce your show and introduce." 
It's so true, though. It's so true. <laughs> no one's ever asked me about anything about me. Like it yes, just, it's, it's, it just so came. True. It's it came out so like something Eeyore would say. Uh, you don't want to know who I am. No, <laughs> thanks for noticing. <laughs> well, you know, you get on these shows, and it's like they half of them do script it. So, so it's like you're their guest okay but here's what we're doing and it's like they don't even start it out like hey man how's you how are you you know like kind of how you and i start our shows like hey introduce yourself and then hey how you been and then some of them are just like all right here's the topic let's get into it and boom (laughs) (laughs) the the reason i asked that question is because like what like let's say the go go back to like blog talk radio, mm-hmm. like when people had shows that were like that and would have me come on their podcasts, mm-hmm. I'd always wind up being asked the same few questions like, why did you get into wrestling and who were you trained by and what was your first match like? So it was always like, all right, I, I'm gonna stop going on people's podcasts because they're gonna keep asking me the same questions. Like you could just listen to any other podcast that I've been on and uh, you'll find out these answers. I don't, right. I'm not particularly fascinated with telling these stories again. Like, sure, uh, I'll tell these stories probably a hundred times on my podcasts as the topics surround those those stories. But uh, I, I can tell I can tell when I'm being overly asked the same questions that they've probably asked everybody else that they're not really listening to the response. They're not really paying attention to me. Like, I can tell they're like type in on something you know what i mean they're or they're looking at their phones or writing down on the board or something i've found something very interesting with that because some of the guests that i have on are big comedians or actors or celebrities and that's one thing that i try to avoid so the best way to do that or even to bring it up without it being just a stereotypical cliche question is to tell them what you already know about them rather than ask them because it shows that you research the person that you're having on and you're interested in having them on the show. Yes. I, I, I like, I like that. I like that a lot. I like that, especially when I'm, when I'm a guest on somebody's podcast and they bring up some very obscure thing that mm-hmm. I, you know, probably didn't remember. And then I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of cool. <laughs> So that's the biggest thing that I've noticed that gets a better reaction because I hate having tension and you can almost feel tension with guests. Like if you're asking questions that they clearly don't really care for or don't know how to answer, it kind of just creates that tension. I hate it. I think it's also like it, it also feels like if I'm asking you the same question, you've probably been asked a thousand times before. Mm-hmm. Like it probably doesn't sound like it's coming. Like I'm, I'm just like a thousand other people. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm not being treated with my own level of respect that I'd be getting from them just getting to know me. Right. Uh, like sometimes, sometimes, you know, a, a, a huge portion of the people who are guests on your show don't know who you are and have never listened to your show before never right. seen your face don't know your story i've never seen anything you do so it's like you're in this like this like make it make a positive impression mode while like still trying to put on a good show 
it's a it's a strange uh balancing act it is and uh i i don't like it i hate feeling like people are judging me about what i do so i don't worry about it <laughs> i do, i don't like it no. <laughs> I, also, I also don't edit i hate i you know I, I feel like there's no need to like it's me this is how, oh, and and you know it's funny because and, and I hate to reference Joe Rogan, but he did make a statement where he said he likes the shows where people are just talking, just everyday people are talking. He personally said it, and he said a lot I've of people him, do. Yeah, I've heard him say that. I, I, uh, I think that was a huge inspiration for me wanting when I wanted to start my show. Mm-hmm. Like the main, the main inspirations, the main things that made me want to start my show were probably uh, Joe, uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, You Made It Weird, Pete Holmes, uh, the Duncan mm-hmm. Trussell Family Hour, and uh, WTF, Mark Marin. Mm-hmm. And those, that's kind of all what those shows are. Now, when you first started, and I think it was similar to me, you were solo, right? Your first few episodes, it was just you talking, right? Uh, well, the first episode. I think yeah. the, first, the, first, the, first, the first two episodes were just mm-hmm. me talking. But those were... When I first started, the show was done at an internet radio studio. There was an internet radio studio like five minutes from my house. Right. So they were they would go as live broadcasts on this internet radio station, and uh, like I didn't even save the first one. I like <laughs> it. It went live out on on the air to the people that heard it, and maybe that's the last time anyone will ever. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all but it was all me like trying to trying to like convince people why this new show that's on at this time on this radio station should be existing and why I deserve to host it. And mm. it was like this all like, hey, everybody, I'm here. I'm me. I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then and then like, you know, I I talk for I talk for 20, 30 minutes and I play some songs. Right, and then then I jump back on. So it started out. It started out like it was a internet radio show that came on on Mondays, but it it was like so limited. It was very limiting because like I could only get guests to join me on Mondays, and they'd have to like come to the studio. Yeah, and, and it was just kind of a pain in the ass. So then I started. Then I started. Um, branching out and do, doing it on my on my laptop or my on my app my uh, iPad or my phone and getting the, all these apps and trying to work it out that way and uh, that worked out better than than the studio that I couldn't figure all the way out yeah uh, yeah and for me when it, when I first did a couple episodes and I had people like you and and um, you know Bob Levy and Larry Hankin on um, and I was like, okay, I want to do this. Then I started researching other shows and looking at different setups. And I was like, after a while, I was like, man, I'm, I'm actually going a different direction than what I want to do. So I'm not going to worry about that. I've got a beat up laptop that I'm on now. Actually, the keyboard doesn't even work. I have a keyboard hooked up to it. And uh, uh, I have a little, it's a $40 camera, you know, nothing crazy. The most expensive thing I have is this Yeti mic. It's a, you know, like 150 bucks. And uh, that's it. You know, my setup is this is just a sheet, you know, it's, it's nothing crazy. And then I have a little corner in the basement and that's how I do my show, man. 
Yeah, man. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, as as long as your message is correct, you don't really need tons of like lights and cameras. And I mean, I don't have a same same thing. I just have this little sheet behind me, Uh and I got this this little microphone here. Yeah, yeah. You don't need much. (laughs) And I, it's funny because at work, a lot of people are like, "Oh, you're." I really want to start a podcast. How do I do it? Well, it's not hard. I'll help you. Um, What's well, like? What you know? What do you What do you want to do? Oh, I don't know. I just want to start a show. Okay, well, come back to me when you have an idea, and I can help you set up the stuff. But you kind of want to have some sort of an idea. Well, it's like, how committed are you to wanting to do it? Like, keep doing it. Yeah. Like, I think I think that a good amount of people who have started the amount of podcasts that there are probably only have like one or two episodes. Yes. Like, because people lose their people lose their uh, their their like gung ho ness when they don't get any listeners when they don't get anybody tuning in then they just uh, uh, I don't care anymore. You, you know oh, I don't uh, have I don't have a large following. I mean, you know I average you know a couple I, I average a couple hundred followers a month, but. Uh. Which is not huge, but views, my views, I have quite a few on YouTube. Um, Spotify is not that big, but I do it because I enjoy doing it. You know, if I get picked up eventually, cool, but I don't, I'm not looking for that. Like, I feel like that would affect my show quality if I was trying to do that. Yeah, it's, it's too thirsty. Yes. <laughs> it's too thirsty. It I, is. Dude, I don't, I don't have a lot of views on anything. I don't have yeah. a lot of, uh, I don't have a lot of, views on youtube i don't have a lot of views on anything mm-hmm. and i'm just doing it because i told myself i was going to do this and it's evolving and you don't you don't exactly. stop evolving if you stop evolving you die so right. i have to keep doing this until i'm till i'm passed away uh-huh. and do you think that uh do you think that it affects when people have co-host because like, you actually have co-host and and like do you think that might make people stop podcasting like maybe there's i feel like some people partner up oh with an idea. How, like like how we did with wrestle rock yeah okay yeah i mean time it, constraints it can, be, it can be difficult it can be difficult to to all sync up and to be all in the same availability and it's it, it, it's difficult when it comes to having co-hosts but mm-hmm. uh i mean we we've 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 stopped doing Wrestle Rock now. We haven't done we haven't done one in, since April. Yeah. So just I, from time I mean, time constraint, like not not matching up. Just, well, no, 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 that wasn't why. That I mean, that wasn't why. That we got through seven years with that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We got we had we had a really good run, um, but it was it was that Rick wanted to stop watching wrestling, so he stop watch wrestling and yeah. we just stopped we stopped recording the show and i was like oh i want to keep it going without rick like beyond it and then i just um i couldn't couldn't find the right time and then there's also the the whole like co-hosting things and yeah like mm-hmm. having co-hosts and different yeah. different uh, expectations gotcha and it's like if I'm gonna change the whole show up and 
and rearrange everything and have it be this way and not the way it was. And we'll have still no audience. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I'm going to do it. <laughs> I, have hard enough, I have a hard enough time putting episodes of my own show out. <laughs> and that's another thing, like, for me, like, I love that you, like, re- pre-record your stuff. I I enjoy going live and, like, getting people in the comments, you know. And you, sometimes I don't get any of us, you know, having that uh, availability for people. Well, well um, admittedly, I, I like going live, too, and I like that people comment, but I, I don't. I don't uh, because in StreamYard I, I full size the screen so I don't see the comments I don't see them until oh, okay. until I come back out so even if I if I don't have it full size and I still can see the comments on the other side I'll be too distracted that I'll be sense. too distracted and the conversation will suffer that makes sense <laughs> the the distract distractable boy since. <laughs> I am curious how you picked the name Castle because, like, you made that your name, Corey Castle. But mm-hmm. what made you want to do that? Like, what made you want to change your name to Corey Castle? Um. Well. Uh. So I wanted I wanted to actually have my name when I started. Uh, we were trying to do a thing where I was doing like a I wanted to do a boy band thing. When I came in, and I wanted to have my first name be Rufus, Rufus Castle, because okay. Cat Castle was from The Punisher, and Rufus was from Bill and Ted. That was George Carlin's character, Bill and Ted. Love and it. then, like then, like later on, when it was like finally time to start, uh, which was twenty years ago, just just past twenty years, uh, I wanted my gimmick to be that I was a male model, like. Zoolander, yeah, and I wanted my initials to be CK, so I figured I'd just take the the C from Castle and turn it into a K, and find a cool C name and throw that in there. Mm. And uh, Corey sounded the best, so that's Corey Castle. That's how that started out. That's really interesting. Like, see, uh, how many people ask you that? <laughs> I I I haven't told. I I feel like I've told that story a million times, but I don't know if I've told that story. A million times on this show. <laughs> First time for everything. <laughs> well, well, maybe I have. And if I have, whoops. Well, and it's funny because when I first started hosting and I was doing Jukebox Ginger, I was like, I don't know if it really fits. But then it just stuck, man. It just because, you know, for me, my biggest thing, I was very antisocial through high school. And, um, it seemed like music as I started branching out into other genres of music, I started meeting people and it was like, Oh, I can just strike up a random conversation with this person because I most likely know music they're into. And it's been huge inspiration for me listening to music growing up. And, um, it's were you like, we you like the guess your weight guy at the circus. We're like, I'll guess your genre of music <laughs> that you like. Step right up. No, tell me I anything mean, about yourself. I'll I mean, figure it, I'll eye you up and I'll figure it out. <laughs> I can go. I mean, I can go from Cannibal Corpse to, you know, Stevie Ray Vaughan to to just smooth jazz and like all of it, you know, and 
I don't, I don't have to be in a specific mood to listen to it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it, it really kind of does fit who I am as a person, the whole idea of the jukebox. And, and I remember growing up listening to jukeboxes in the diners and stuff like I, And I believe it or not, in the 90s and even today, there are still diners with jukeboxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen them. So, uh, yeah. Did, did you were you uh, were you called the ginger a lot and you and you just and you just accepted it or were you just like i am a ginger get it out of your system <laughs> no i lie i just it's it just kind of fit the name jukebox ginger but i've actually worked with you know redheads who hate when people call them ginger like it's an offensive yeah. thing i uh, yeah i i've noticed that i've i've and it some. does not i don't care I am all about playing into that kind of stuff. You want to know why? Because typically the people who are trying to be offensive realize it's not working and then it becomes funny. It's no longer an offensive thing when you play into it. What, what offends you? Nothing. I'm not, I don't get offended. You know, for me, it's, it's life is too short to get offended about the stupid things, man. (laughs) Well, that's 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 a, a great philosophy. <laughs> my uh, so my father figure growing up was my grandpa, and when he passed away, I was thirteen, and he told me, and I remember very vividly. And when he was in the hospital, telling me, "Don't be a negative person; it just takes too much energy." You know, and it's true. There's so much truth behind it. Yeah, there's dramatic things that happen to everybody. Well, yeah, it's going to be different between you and me, but. It's ha- everybody. It's you can't avoid it. Just make yeah, the best gonna, out of it. <laughs> we're gonna waste our. We're gonna waste our lives. We're gonna waste our best days being yeah. upset and offended and taking stuff personally that maybe we weren't. It wasn't meant the way that we took it or whatever. Yeah. With with lots of things that'll keep you in fear to not not go for the things you want to go for because you're you're afraid that the outcome might be similar to the failed outcome from before. Exactly. And it's just not, it's not worth it to me. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I am say, man, show, show me somebody who's never lost and I'll show you somebody who really is sad and they're a sad loser. Yeah. man. Somebody I mean, who always, somebody who always wins is going to not be a very fascinating person. Yeah. Oh, and like people who idolize celebrities and all these things, it's like they have, struggles too you don't see them Mm -hmm. or you do i mean sometimes we do uh if you idolize their struggles then you gotta look at yourself but you know it's it's, you know it's it's just so cliche to 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 worry about stuff man it's there's so i i get that some people's mindsets can't wrap their head around that it just but i've never I, i don't experience that like for me caring to that extent about you know, struggle issues like bills and stuff. It's just too much. <laughs> Dude, I was having this conversation and with my, my brother yesterday. And and it's also something I'm I'm trying to develop into a bit, but I I can't I can't get the wording right. But I want to be like the stuff that people look at and they're like, oh that's that's kind of nerdy. Like, oh those wrestling's for nerds or like comic books are for nerds or like whatever this is is for nerds, but like everybody who likes football 
that's universally cool. That's too, but it's like you're a math nerd. Well, now I have to I have to be able to figure out how to multiply six and then add one and then say how 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 much this quick math to this nerd have to figure out. Like, <laughs> I I also oh, hate following sports. <laughs> and there's there's all these rules and there's all these numbers. What first down? Like what do you mean? What does all that mean? What is what is what is the numbers and this numbers? I don't know what that even means. And uh, I don't want to go, hey, what does it mean now? I'm already almost 40 and I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm fine to, with not knowing. I have to ask my 11-year-old. Like, if we're watching football, I have to ask him what some of the things mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not not interested in learning. I just... I know that there's going to be shame that comes with it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. And they're like, oh, yo, Timmy, you dumb. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'll be at work and people are like, oh, yeah. Did you see? And then they start rambling off stats about a player. And I'm like, uh, cool. <laughs> He's like, get a life. Get a, get a life. The fact that you know that much about a person, you know, <laughs> it's insane. I, I I feel like that about like people who like have have like political signs on their front yards. I'm like, nerd. <laughs> it's like Bill Burr has the thing. He's like, what kind of a loser joins a club? <laughs> whenever I see whenever I see the front on the front yards of people and they have the political things, I'm like, loser. <laughs> Loser. Do you go knock on their door and say, uh, "Can I ask you some questions about your Lord and Savior?" I mean, actually, the person on the lawn right there that you posted—it's—it's <laughs> it's very, it's very sheep quality in people. Mm-hmm. It is, man. It, it's like it's also the, the the like the tribe shit. It's like the the team team up here's my team that's good and here's your team that's not right and it's, it's too it's too uh dividing it's it divides us and we uh shouldn't be promoting that as much and there's so much publicity i mean nfl in itself like the amount of money i'm sure it brings in every year is just beyond ridiculous yeah <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know, it's, it's like, I, if I'm somewhere where other people are enjoying it, okay, yeah, I'll watch it, but I'm not really paying attention. Uh, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 what the, the funny part about it is like my mom is a huge football fan, and, mm-hmm. and uh, and, and I, like I'll watch games with her sometimes, and I watch the Super Bowl when the Eagles won. My mom's mm-hmm. been an Eagles fan my entire life, so that was cool to see. Like that was a that was a an important memory, and uh, I mean, it was an important memory to everyone in Philadelphia. Like, yeah, you like people still have the score of that game on the on the back of their cars. Like they're nuts about that, right? But like why it was important for me was just because I got to watch my mom see it happen, and then yeah. we got to like. Then we got to like go out in the street and everybody was fucking partying and going nuts. Yep. 
But I mean, it's still just it's a game. Just, it's just a game, man. <laughs> I could just as easily sit down with you and play shoots and ladders, man. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> oh, you're in for it. <laughs> I'm a shooter. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Which shooter is a? It's another. It's another word for a wrestler who's going to hook you up and and stretch you out. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I did not know that. Whoa! You ah. taught you taught me something. <laughs> ah! Anything else I can teach you, son? Uh, you if this at- if it has to do with wrestling, probably everything. <laughs> <laughs> So I know your story is a pretty complicated one. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the religious upbringing mm. is a complicated one. Would you say that that kind of gave you this, like that, this, like, look at me whole, the damage that you have, that you want to like have an outlet that you want to have a voice that you want to have a show that like that, that, that look at me whole needs to be filled in from the damage of your like religious upbringing. Uh, no, because again, I don't like to dwell on negative things either, you know? And, and yes, it was a very rough upbringing, but again, I don't like to reflect on those things. So like, oh, I have oh, no, I have necessarily no. saying that you're reflecting. No. I'm saying that the damage is there. From has that. it, has it made me who I am today? A hundred percent. Is it in any way uh, reflected in what I do? No, Um, because I am who I am because of all like the wrong things that happened. And the the very I I was in cult like churches, you know, as a kid. And it was like made me not want to be religious, you know. So, you know, I, I believe there's something else out there. I think it's too bland to think that after this is just nothing. Right. But I don't want to sit here and find the place that's going to be most appealing to me. You know, oh, he, what he's saying is, you know, that sounds good. So I'm just going to go to this guy's church. You know, that's, you know, I jumped around churches like I jumped around schools. <laughs> so uh, what were the cult churches like? Uh, so when I grew I- up Pentecostal, I went to church four days a week. I couldn't wear jeans. I couldn't listen to the radio. Couldn't watch TV. Stuff that I did in school had to be approved through the church. Um, you know, and it was literally if it was if it was not related to Jesus or God, then I wasn't allowed to do it or listen to it or anything. Um, you know, speaking in tongues constantly. Like it yeah, felt that was like what, that was that was the thing. The other thing I was going to ask you about. I know yeah. I've asked you about it before. Well, it's, it's just like, it, as a kid. Not only is it creepy. But it's like they pressure you into doing it. Like if 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 you're not speaking in tongues and clearly you're not cleansed yet. Do you do you like know what to do and what to say because you've seen and heard other people speak in tongues before? Or like I, is it so, just like shit you're coming up with in the middle of your head? Like that's I, I've, the, that's I mean, the main question. I've seen it and it's not it is creepy. Like I don't think people are just naturally doing it. Um, I did it one time and that was only to get them to leave me alone. It was fake. I totally faked the whole thing. <laughs> so they would well, leave that's me what alone. I'm, that's, a, that's what I think. It, I think everybody who's doing it is faking. It, it's like they're pushing the, the, the thing on the Ouija board. 
<laughs> yes. like, oh, I'm not doing it. Not me. Something, something up. Whoa. <laughs> well, the spirit says I farted. Anybody can speak gibberish. Like that's not that difficult. You know, well, it's you do not. Like an, do you do like an impression of Tas the Tasmanian devil? <laughs> have you seen the have you seen liar liar the scene where he goes blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's a lot like that it's like that <laughs> yes it's a lot more jumping around almost like you're being tased but i i mean it's gonna be funny it, i mean it, as a kid put, it's not as a kid it was put not. together any like compilation videos of people speaking in tongues like <laughs> <laughs> They should just do like a whole day's worth of things of just scenes of like, people it's speaking like in tongues. There's like an America's Funniest Home Videos channel <laughs> that is just people speaking oh, in tongues. Man. That would get taken down immediately. <laughs> it is. It, it's a very weird man. If, if you've experienced it, then you know it's, it's very weird. No, I've never. I've never experienced it. I've, I, this is actually the, the first conversation I've had about it. So, well, <laughs> yes. no, not really. Even more interesting. That's even no, better. No, we talked about it on your show before. Yes. Yes. But it's, uh, it's just weird, man. It, it is. And I feel like pressure, you know, the, the pressure of having to do things right. It just sucks. It's not fun. There's nothing interesting about that to me. I can't believe you faked talk. Yeah, I can't believe yeah, you faked speaking in tongues. Yeah, I actually remember. You remember? I remember. Exactly lay, I remember laying there on the stage doing it, and then somebody came up and zipped my pants up because they were unzipped. <laughs> yeah. I so, didn't. My fly was down. Somebody came up and zipped it up. Do you think that the Lord did that to you? <laughs> yes, it was one hundred percent Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> XYZesus. <laughs> oh, All right, I'm not tapping that. I'm done. <laughs> XYZesus. That's good. That's, you should use it on your next day a bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're going to use that whole me faking a uh, speaking of tongues and my fly being down. I'm sure you're going to incorporate that somehow into a joke. <laughs> Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps if I can make it work, I'll, 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 I'll uh, put it in the old notebook. <laughs> right after the whole Kool-Aid man joke. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got just a couple more things and then yeah, I'm going to send you off into the sunset. Uh, hand, more hot dog and a handshake. I'm super excited about going to work. Oh, I can't wait, huh? <laughs> so, um, it's super important for me to tell you on the record, which I'm sure I've done it for your show, but I want to make sure I do it here on my show because this is my timestamp. This is the evolving with Corey Castle. Mm -hmm. I'm me, and this is the evolution. So, I want to tell you how much I'm grateful for the effort and the energy and the the light and the love that you brought to to my life dude uh, we've had a, a really cool 
we've had a really cool friendship uh, yeah. generate. And I'm still, I'm still very excited. I want to say to you that I'm still very excited about the future of what our friendship holds. Of course. And, uh, you know, this, this is, this is, uh, the, the type of people that you got to have in your life is people who are going to kind of lift you up a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're one of those. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I want to give you the opportunity at this point to, to play the host for a minute, ask me or say to me anything that you'd like to say or ask. Well, I'd like to play on that right there. Is And, you know, when I first started podcasting, you're one of the first people that I met. And we have developed a really good friendship off of that, you know. And, and I don't try to play like I can be more helpful than I am. You know, it's can I actually fly over there when you're having a, a rough time? Chances are slim, but I, I could be here to support you if you need somebody to talk to, you know, it's. And uh, I, I'm willing to help wherever I can, but uh, I also appreciate you being around to help me. You know, you know, you have you you kind of helped me. I remember when I had you on, and I had the Streamyard logo up on the screen. You remember that? And you're like, get that out of here! You know, just just pay the toll. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so you know, and, and you had been doing this longer than me, so it was nice to have somebody that could help me get to where I am. And you were a big influence on that, so I do I do appreciate that. Well. I, thank you. I'll accept that. Uh, I, I hope I hope to continue to be that for yeah. any, anybody and everybody. And yeah. like like you said, when you said like you can be there, you can be there. If you have something going on, you can call me. You can text me. Mm -hmm. We can chat about it. That that goes all the time. That goes for you and for anybody who's ever spent any of the currency of their effort on listening to my voice or watching me wrestle or mm -hmm. watching me do stand up or listen to any podcast that I've ever been on. I'm, I'm not a hard person to get a hold of. DMS yep. are always open at Corey castle slide into his DMS. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, don't, don't ever feel alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the, uh, and that's honestly the biggest thing that I, that has came out of podcasting is the people that I've met. Yeah, I met some really cool people. I've built um, I, I in a way a network on you know Messenger full of podcasters who like to collaborate and talk crap. And it's nice to just talk, you know. And and I don't with my everyday life, I don't get the opportunity. And I don't know how often you get to go out, but for me, I I don't go out. So this is my little piece of getting out, you know, just not having to be my everyday, you know, go to work, things to do, you know, prioritize. This is me relaxing. So, yeah, I appreciate you having me on your show. And we've tried this once before. And then, uh, you know, life happens and, and kids decide to interfere. <laughs> yeah, this I think we tried it a couple of times, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Awesome. I'm glad we finally got to do it. Yes, exactly. I'm willing to do it whenever. Like if people ask me to come on, I'm like, I have a tight schedule. <laughs> I'm down. It just wouldn't work. <laughs> so uh, when when you you told me to ask you a question, so I do want to know when you started having guests on. Is that what really made you want to continue doing it? Because that's what it was for me. Well, my first guests were in studio, like in person. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And I really liked doing that a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, probably, probably having, having guests. Cause like my first guest was, was my best friend, Rick. Yeah. Uh, from, from a restaurant. And, and uh, I just was like, Oh, this chemistry is good. And I need this back and forth. I'm going to try that again the fourth week and see how I like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I continued to do. But I'd say that probably having guests is what made me want to do it because it's like, it's not just about me. It's not just about, you know, evolving with Corey Castle because I'm the host of it. It's evolved with me. Listen to every show from the start to now mm-hmm. and so on and so on. And listen to me evolve or watch me evolve or evolve with me. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I'm hoping to do with like getting all these different perspectives and stories from people who ordinarily wouldn't have had access to speak to the people who might want to listen on my show. I like that. That, That's very, very similar to me, too. So, yeah, it's not I don't know. Like if I was to continue when I first started, it was the idea was to be solo and just me talking about random topics. And then having the guests on just changed the whole thing. It didn't. I found a way to make it work to where I want the conversation to be random, you know. So I I pick topics for each episode, but I don't tell the guests what it is until we're live because it keeps it more random and more interesting. And it's not the topics that matter; it's the random conversation and the stories that spark up in their heads. Yeah, you know, they, they like haven't the, talked about the, in ages. The, the the cringy stories that you try to try to just lasso out of people. Yeah. <laughs> well, Give me all, all your cringiest stories, and I'm gonna show you this cringy thing <laughs> and watch you react to it. Yes. How do you feel? How do you feel? <laughs> do you feel like you're gonna throw up? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the very first episode. Yeah, <laughs> with yeah, you. The, the very first episode was like here. Listen to this cringy thing. <laughs> look at this. Look at this yuck thing. <laughs> You're like, wow, that's terrible. <laughs> I remember you were. That was your reaction to like four or five of the things that I posted. I was like, this is incredibly sad. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but it keeps it random, man. It's it does. <laughs> it it keeps the conversation from being like a. I don't know. Uh, when you have certain guests on, it almost seems like they try to redirect it and i don't like that either there's got to be a gimmick there's got to be a hook you got to take them in a direction because otherwise they just steer off the track and uh. and be like so anyway uh, <laughs> uh well you know uh, uh. Is, it, is it time to go yet <laughs> but uh, uh what i wanted wanted to do with you is a segment that i do called audio time travel okay are you familiar with that? Yes. Okay. So in the next in the next few minutes, you're speaking directly to the people who love you the most, your kids, your wife, uh, anybody in your family, anybody who may be a big fan of yours. Mm. But but you're speaking to them directly in 2042. Okay. You're, you're giving them a message of hope from 2022 to be a better version of themselves tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, what do you I say? Think- I think a lot of this has to reflect. Uh, I, I've said reflect several times a day. Sorry, I don't know why I did that. But uh, for me, it's 
just be who you are every day and live it as positively as you can. You know, things might seem like they're tough and they probably are, you know, but the only thing that you can do from that is make something positive out of it. If you if you sink into the negativity of everything in your everyday life, bills, struggles, uh, a breakup that you just had, your your best friend pet died. It these are life things. They happen. Death happens, but you have to be positive. Like there's no there's no need to waste your time worrying about everything else and everybody else and all these things that are out of your control because at the end of the day it's only going to drag you down and there's no point and that's that's the biggest thing for me you know that's that's my everyday way of thought I, I i love it i dig it and i i'm very very grateful to have heard it Really, because uh, it's really, it's really, it's we're we we've, we've got to be kinder to ourselves mm-hmm. and uh, and forgive forgive what mistakes we made to get us you know into what those what those things are instead of like playing victim to them, which you know I can do myself if unsupervised can fall directly into that trap of beating myself up for uh, you know not ever taking to anything naturally or always being awkward and clumsy uh, and, you know, slip up with one thing or the other real quick. And you find yourself in a big old dusty rut. Like a, almost a sort of a haze just kind of hanging on you. A dusty and, rut, a rusty, a rusty butt. And that's, a, I mean, I get that everybody's different. Like, I, I don't know your mindset. I don't know my wife's mindset. You know, people have anxiety. I've, I've seen it. I don't understand it. And I don't want to pretend that I do, but I know it exists. So I know that it's hard for some people and I'm not trying to say that it's not there, but you know, if, if, if that little bit helps anybody, you know, well, well, you know what the coolest part about it was, Hmm. was that you went directly back to your morning DJ voice (laughs) in order to give that smooth message of hope. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I tell you what. Oh yeah. No, no, let go, let go of your, just let go of your old shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah, that's that's funny, man. I, I don't really know that I have a DJ voice, but thanks. That no, works. No. <laughs> well, um, the the way we wrap up every episode is I always I always say you know um, hypothetically I've gifted you this show, so this oh. has been. The first episode of your new podcast, Evolving with Jukebox Ginger. <laughs> and your very best, like Jerry Springer's final thought, the best takeaways, the best inspirational moments in order to in order to live a better life hmm. and inspire people to evolve. And today's final thought. <laughs> Start a podcast. You'll be much happier. <laughs> uh, no, you know, but it's true. You know, it's just talk to people. I mean, you don't have to be a social person, but my, my biggest thing is, you know, again, be yourself. It's not, it's not hard to be yourself. And but I know that with social media and all the content out there today, it's, it seems like there's a, a way that you have to project yourself in order to fit in. And uh, that's not how life is supposed to be. 
you're not supposed to be spending hours staring at a phone screen, swiping your finger. I'm pretty sure I've heard somebody say that somewhere, but it's true. There's a lot of truth behind it. Social media, staring at screens all day and just, you know, that's, we aren't designed to do that. You know? Yeah. Live life. You know, you're, you're, you can't portray your life on somebody you're never going to meet or a trending topic. That's not, that's not how we're supposed to be. <laughs> you, you know, that's a word I don't use enough, but I think it's, it's a good way to describe a lot of what this culture is trending. It's, it's just, it's very trendy. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's trendy for this. It's trendy for that. Everything is, everything is phases and everything is quick because we have been programmed to become less bored. Yeah. And 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 swipe all day and 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 get lost in the this loop, uh, this the time suck loop, and uh, you know let's uh take a break from that for a minute, and just it's... figure figure out kind of who you are, and like 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 Dylan said, like Jukebox Ginger said, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Yes. <laughs> You know, whatever hashtag is trending right now is not important. It's not. You know, 15 years ago, people would ask you what a hashtag was. <laughs> We're like, pound sign? <laughs> That's what it is. It's a pound sign. It's not a hashtag. It's a pound sign. <laughs> well, uh, do you remember like house phones? There was yes. the, the pound button on there. Yeah. Put in your, oh, you know, or you call the bank or something. Before there was so, you know, the apps on your phone, you had to call the bank to check your balance and then ask for your four digit pin followed by the pound sign. <laughs> That's still a thing, actually. <laughs> pound sign winning. <laughs> Hashtag pound sign. Hashtag pound sign. <laughs> <laughs> do, you do, do you do any impressions? Mm. Not really. I mean, there's that. Uh, you ever see Master of Disguise with uh, uh, Danny Carvey? Danny Carvey. The, Why don't you get away from my donkey? What you talking about? Get away from me. I'm making waffles. I love that scene. <laughs> <laughs> Am I not turtle enough for the turtle club? Turtle. Yeah. Turtle. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Uh, no, yeah, can can you just say uh, in in your best Dana Carvey master of disguise impression the 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 way we wrap up the show we say be fun have safe keep evolving <laughs> be fun keep safe and keep evolving I get, that was more of like a Sean Connery almost <laughs> so, so that's totally that's fine it's totally fine I, I'm 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 digging it. I'm digging it. <laughs> uh, everybody, everybody else who's uh, who's checked out the show, if this is the first time checking out Involving with Corey Castle, check out the other uh, 279 episodes that I've got on any of the platforms. Uh, follow me on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Comment below so that I know you exist. And, uh, you know, thank you so much for your effort. Thank you so much for your time. Be kinder to yourself. Figure out who you are. <laughs> Don't forget to forgive people. Forgive yourself. Right. Be fun. Have safe. <laughs> Keep evolving. <laughs> have a good one, everybody. Bye.